Yeah, bro. It's hot, eh? No, it's hot. It's hot. Do you know, like, as we was like starting to do this to record the podcast, I remember like I actually cooked the lasagna, but I didn't eat it. Bro, you know, <laughs> guys, people deceive, eh? Hey. People deceive. This guy posted lasagna <laughs> on his Instagram story, bro. <laughs> So I'm seeing lasagna. I'm thinking it's a cheat day because we're always in the gym. Now I'm thinking he ate lasagna. I went. I also had a cheat meal. Me and I didn't eat it, bro. Nah, I didn't eat it, man. I just my sister was just like, "Compare. I'm gonna eat lasagna. I'm gonna eat lasagna." Yeah. Okay, let me just cook the lasagna before I go to Valencia and then. But nah, bro. I just had it small taste. Everybody was like, "It's amazing. It's the best lasagna you ever cooked." I was like, "Hey, why today? That yeah, I'm actually that, going." That, that lasagna was hard. Yeah. yeah. Was I did it with love. I did it with love. I'm like. My people, yeah, but the cucumber was key. Yeah, I always like to put cucumber on things. You know, some yeah. having always a vegetable that makes it makes a difference. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a cucumber guy, but I was a bit surprised. It's good you didn't put too much. No, no, no. I only, yeah. I only put one. I was supposed to put two, but I was like, ah, that's gonna be too much. Yeah. And people need to feel the bacon. Yeah, not for sure, well, for sure. For any of y'all who are wondering why I got shades on, um, there ain't no reason. So I, my I was actually driving and I just forgot to take it off and this is how we get it up. My guy is flexing today. Now fresh and clean, fresh and clean, you know always. what's up. Always, you know always, up. always. But you know, like this past few weeks there was something that was on my mind, like I was really, really thinking about it, like every single day. Like it was more of a thing of like we both come from different backgrounds. Yeah. But what was really crazy is that um I don't know how but like I wanted to, I was always thinking like, how how did religion get so present in my life, or Christianity get so present in my life? Because I used to think to myself, I'm like, what if I wasn't born into a family that knew God? Yeah, that's that's a, that's the thing for me. I sometimes I ask the same question to myself, but in that in the other way, because I, if my dad was actually a person that was a Christian person. Because my dad is a very strict person. So everything that he says, we follow. So I'm pretty sure if my dad was a person that normally used to go to church every so Sunday. You, you guys didn't grow up in a Christian household? Not at all. My parents are animists. You know what is an uh, animist? He's like, um, you know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but just in case anyone. He's like, if you guys don't know, uh, animists is like, uh, uh, it's a religion system that people believe that uh, everything has a soul. From humans, animals, plants to mountains. So, but that's very typical in tribes, you know. And if you don't know, like I'm, my tribe in Guinea-Bissau is Manjakos. Okay. Yeah, now you know, nigga. Hey. Wait. So, like, in, in the sense of, so what? What do you guys do in your tribe? Is it a thing of? Are you guys? Is it just a culture mm-hmm. that is? Solely based on cultural practices, yeah. or the, any everyone in their family can have their own beliefs, but have that one thing in common. Like, you, are there people in your culture who are Christians? Yeah, my auntie she believes in the spiritual side of everything because she grew up there, so she, she believes it. But at the same time, she's Christian. Every so every day in the morning, she normally I'm she always listening to a service or something like that. So in a way, uh, they found a way to believe in both. You know, it's a weird thing, but they found a way to believe in both because she she went through a lot of things that she actually experienced related to the animism, religion, and everything. And at the same time, because the big influence of Christianity in the world, 
she got influenced to actually go and go to church and learn more about it. So it's, it's a mix of both. They're, they're not saying that this one is wrong or the other one is right. They just believe in both more. But they are more connected to the spiritual side of both. Okay. But okay, which aspects are they connected to in regards to the other one, the other side, not the Christianity, not in Christianity, but what aspects? For me, it's something that I believe it too, you know. Um, more in my tribe, we believe that our ancestors okay. is more related to spirituality. Our ancestors are the ones guiding us through life. Oh, okay. That's more like it, you know. Mm-hmm. They definitely believe that our ancestors are here too. They passed out, but they're not here with us anymore, but they're up there guiding us. So in a way, you have Christianity too, that you have God, that everything that he does, he has a meaning, you know, so he's guiding you through life. So that's in a way, that's something that is related. God, we say as your fa- as our father, and we they think the same thing as our ancestors, because they are the people that came before us, so we are here because of them. So... In a way, that she, they, they found a way to connect and in, in that way, in their minds. So, in, in a sense, it's more of a... They reverence the ancestors because the ancestors, in a way, showed them a path that they're following today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But you see, like, you probably never heard about it. Like, now, this is new to me also. So <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm just asking a lot of questions because I'm trying to actually, like, understand and find yeah. out more about yeah. this. Because... Me personally, um, I grew up in a Christian household. Yeah. Um, my parents are pastors, so yeah, basically, um, it was a thing where when it came when it came to religion, we were we are Christians. And personally, for me, um, growing up, I've always known that God is real, because not only did I just grow up in a Christian household, mm-hmm. but I grew up in a household where I saw God actually come to life. You know, a lot of people say that Jesus may not exist and all these things, but we personally are not just Christians because of faith and all these things. Yeah. But we're Christians who have experienced God. And I feel like that's the, the difference in our belief. Because we, don't, we didn't just become. Mm-hmm. We saw and we can attest to the fact that this is real. You know, um, a quick example, growing up, there were so many things that we didn't have that we needed that we knew that hey here hey it's late hmm. and just in the nick of time God came through and the reason why we know it was God is because first of all we prayed for it second of all we trusted for it and we we, we put our faith in God completely and every single time we did that it actually happened yeah, you yeah. actually told me a lot of stories that you guys mm. the sacrifices that you put that did and everything mm. that you actually you saw mm. that God actually helped him. Work. Yeah, and what's crazy about that is that um, as a child, still, even if you're seeing that, you know at the back of your mind, oh, God is real, but in your experiences, but experiences that you've had in your family. For me, um, with the moment I clicked that God is really, really real in my life, because mm-hmm. God is real in my family and everything, but I wanted to have my own experience. So I can know in the first person that God is actually real. And I had that experience years ago. I think I was... But that's, that's the thing that... Sorry to cut you off. That's the thing. A lot of people don't actually question themselves about why they're actually following a specific religion. Because their parents put them... You know, since they were, since they were a child, this was such a part of, 
everything, they didn't question themselves. Do I really believe in God? Uh, but people only ended up questioning themselves if they actually believe in the religion they are following after they encounter people that have different views, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I know you were saying something, but like, before, did you ever encounter someone besides me? Mm-hmm. You know, they actually have a different point, a different point of view about the world, about the religion. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot. You know, like, in South Africa, South Africa is a country that they are more, um, they believe more in their ancestors mm-hmm. um, as opposed to, 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 to Jesus Christ. And mm-hmm. hence why, like, there's so many people like that, you know. And um, just the truth is, like, the whole world believes in different things. And mm-hmm. there, though there's millions of Christians out there, there's also millions of people who believe in other things. And I've encountered people... Um, who believe in other things and for me it was more of a I never want to make people feel that they are I don't want to make people uncomfortable but I want to share my truth so that my truth can shed light on what the doubts that you may have mm-hmm. because I don't want to always say that I'm right and you wrong yeah so that's that's that's, that's not a good approach to any approach I want to I don't want to come like that I want to say I'm a Christian and you believe in what you believe. But hey, let me present to you Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. This is Jesus. The Bible says this. This is what you can look for. Let's try and pray a bit. Let's try and seek God a bit. Because I'm all about experiences. Mm-hmm. You see, when you experience something, you know about it better than someone who's just told. You see, that's when I, when I see different people, I present to them Jesus Christ through what I've went through, through the way I, I go about trying to, to, to just show the character of Christ. So I would just want people to have that experience mm-hmm. and be able to know that Jesus Christ is real because I know in my heart of hearts that Jesus Christ is real because I've experienced Jesus mm-hmm. Christ in my personal life. You know, and that's what makes the difference, you know, because I've realized that, like, until you have been somewhere and done something and experienced it, you don't really know it, you know. And the ideology of Jesus Christ is preached all over the world, but I'm in the business of making people experience Jesus. No, but that's a better way, definitely. You know, a lot of people that atheists or don't believe in religion, that's what I was saying, you know. Um, The thing about most people who struggle with is, um, for me, principally, uh, it's more the thing of right now a lot of people trying to have God as a way to explain a lot of things that we don't understand in this world you know and that's the part that a lot of people come with the scientific facts nowadays because if we go back like uh, 300 years ago we didn't have the same knowledge that we have nowadays scientific knowledge and at the time if something happened like imagine if we had rain or something like that, just a specific, just something like that, that we couldn't explain, right? Then we use like, ah, because this is the day that God is feeling this kind of way, so that's why this is happening. But we just, that's an interpretation that we decided to just say. But like for me, that's, that's for me, you know, but I know people that actually believe, you know, they have a really good relationship. They say that, they, they think that because they say God just send them a message to, the, to them and they're just speaking to, you know? 
Mm-hmm. But you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you mean. Um, look, for me, I am from the school of, of thought, or not the school of thought, but um, I personally believe that everything that happens in this world is for a reason. And I personally believe that everything that happens in this world is connected to God. You see? So, like, for instance, like the example that she had of, um, of rain, people attributed it to God because there were signs that showed that it was God that made it happen. Because, okay, if you go back to the beginning, God is the maker of heaven and earth. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the creator of all things. So, the, by virtue of something happening, is because it was created by the creator, you see? Now, for instance, if we have to go by an example, in the Bible, Prophet Elijah um, was praying that there may be rain. Because at the time, um, I'm not going to go deeper into the story, but like just for the sake of the example, a prophet called Prophet Elijah from the Bible prayed for rain, and rain came, and you know it rained. So, my what I'm trying to get to is that when people attribute it to God, it's because of such reasons that... God is all powerful to make rain, to have a thunderstorm here and not have rain there. That's why people attribute it. Um, look when you look at things like um, like um, earthquakes, natural disasters, mm-hmm. people attribute it to the power of God. You yeah. see, like for instance, in the Bible says the, the Bible says in the last days there's going to be a lot of trials and tribulations. There's going to be a lot of things that will be happening in the earth. But if the Bible spoke about that many years ago and you're seeing it happen now it shows that there's a correlation with what we're seeing in our real lives that happen in our day-to-day basis that we don't even sometimes acknowledge that actually god is involved in you see hence why like for instance the bible spoke about um, a certain river that if it dries up certain things will happen i know they were saying i think it was in israel or something yeah, exactly. like that and uh, i even saw on the news that it's happening now right now exactly but because at the end of the day mm-hmm. my thing is science explains what is here but science cannot explain God because if science could explain God they will be able to explain no, no, no. why the thing, uh, why the river dry no up. i'm not saying that as that God, that science can explain God. Nah, nah, not, that's what, not what I was trying to say. It's more of us humans, we always think that we cannot explain. We find a way to explain it through God. Because God did this because of this. He decided this. He decided he rain, decided he would have a work kick. He decided this, this guy ended up uh, dying or having this or being rich because he decided. You know, and for me, from everything that I've been through, sometimes, I sometimes I, I'm not completely certain if uh, things that have every, everything happens for a reason. I, I'm not completely certain. You know, I think you, so if you do the effort to try to get somewhere, you're gonna get it because you did the effort. You know, I'm not saying maybe God is guiding you so you can get there. You know, but if you didn't do the effort, you're not going to get there. But at the same time, you have to think because... It's, for me, it's kind of difficult because I understand what people come and say. Uh, God is there, but he's not going to do the work for you. But he's going to guide you. Mm. You know? Mm. But at the same time, me... I just do it in my head. I just think because I just do it because I want to do something out of my life. You know? Mm. If I do an effort to reach somewhere for, or get something for myself, it's because I want to do it but because of me because of my family 
because of I people that are close to me. I get you. You know, like, that's a good point that you brought up. You know, when we look at things like, you did this and this happened. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm saying that everything's brought back to God. And I'm just trying to, like, with the points you give, I'm just trying to, like, like make you see that it can it's linked to mm-hmm. God with actual evidence. No, but that's why we're having this so, conversation, you know? For instance, this world has principles. Gravity is is is, is a law. What goes up comes down, irrespective of mm-hmm. who you are, where you are, and what you do, right? Now, when you look at the fact that God created heaven and earth, that means God created gravity. God created all these things that we abide by, because God is a God of law and principle. Hence, why in the Bible there are certain laws and principles that the Lord has set to govern His people. That's why we have the Ten Commandments. You know, where these are the laws to govern people to live in a certain way. So, now if you go back to effort and how you said, okay, I'm going to work hard and this is what I did because I did the work. It can be brought back to the Bible because there's a verse in the Bible that says, if a man will not work, he shall not eat. shall not eat. You see? God has put it in the place where it's like, hey, God knows, bruh. Grind, (laughs) you know, grind. It's like it's a law. Hustle, zero, zero results. It's a law, yeah. And these are laws that the Lord has put in place because He made this world. You see, and that's why you find that even if you may not believe in God, for the fact that you are practicing, you're abiding by the law, you'll get the desired result because the law is not about whether you understand it or not. It's like gravity. Whether I care about it or not, if I jump out of this Mm -hmm. as a ten-story building, I'm gonna fall. You know, it's like it, it doesn't need to be acknowledged. Yeah. It's gonna happen because uh-huh. you abided by the law. And that's why certain times people who work hard and who don't even believe in God but work hard um go to a certain distance because they're abiding by the law. You see? Of course there's always uh, other variables that we can put in place that we can speak on in a later video, but it's more of uh, the law that you that you're abiding by, you see. So by virtue of that, like we may not always acknowledge God mm-hmm. in our efforts, but within our efforts, we are walking in a certain path that He has already created for you to flourish by. You know, it's like if you if you don't fry meat, you're gonna eat it raw. Irrespective, mm-hmm. even if you want to to eat it uh, fried, at fresh, don't fry it. So, what, so what you're saying, even myself, that uh, I'm trying to reconnect with God, mm-hmm. but God is still guiding me in the way, even if I. If, even if I don't know, he's guiding me. Exactly, because mm-hmm. the the love of God is so big and infinite that he doesn't need you to... Doesn't always, God loves us so much that even if we do not see, even if we do not uh, uh, hear or we're not cognizant of, way, of, of his presence, he's still there to guide us. Because uh, when you look at God, God is a God that he's just waiting for you to say, God, here I am. Mm-hmm. But he's always there. The Bible says God is an omnipresent God, meaning that He's everywhere. When the Bible says He's everywhere, it's to show you that He's not just with with with, with Christians. He's even with people who don't believe in God. He's just waiting for you to 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 actually say, "Here I am." It's like that play that we that we're seeing at the Homsa, where the remember the play at the Homsa. The play, yeah, the guy that was playing. He was playing. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. yeah. Jesus I, I saw play. the way he was dealing with the situation mm. that was trying. Yeah, I know. No matter what she was doing, he was still standing there, mm. because the 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 Bible says, "Behold, I stand at the door and knock." You know, meaning the door is 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 a way to say your heart. I'm standing at the door, meaning he's waiting. 
just for you to say, hey God, I'm coming and let me out. I want to let you in. You see? So that means that God never leaves us. You know, because the Bible says he's a faithful God. He remains the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if someone is remaining the same, whether or not you do them dirty, they're still going to be the same person if they say, I'm going to stay by you, you know? And that's why I'm saying that God is still guiding you, whether you know it or not. Because even us waking up today, it's not by habit. It's by God's love to keep us alive, to keep us going, because he has a plan for us, you see? And, uh, no, but that's a nice way to put it. That's a nice way to put it. That's one of the things that I kind of envy people that really have a strong relationship with God. You know, they really believe and they they go through their life and they know that someone is actually looking down, looking down for them. You know, for me, I'm kind of a person that it doesn't matter what I go through. I always, most of the, I just believe that it's it's me. No, I'm going to be the one uh, dealing with it. I'm going to be the one to ask, make the effort. It doesn't matter. I have to be the one actually doing it. But people that actually believe in God and believe in Christ, they it doesn't matter what's happening. It could, they could be in a bad, bad place. But at the end of the day, they know that God is going to be there to guide them and to help them get out of the same place if they actually put the effort and they actually stop and let... Mm-hmm. Christ God. So, for me, uh, what motivates me to actually uh, true life, you know, is not me actually trying to go to heaven or it's just trying to use my common sense, trying to show love to my family, to my friends, uh, appreciate the small things that make me happy, you know, uh, because when I was, I, so I lived in an area that we had people that were Muslim and Christian. So what, what that made, made me do, you know, so I was young, I was like around 11, 11, 12. So for a short period, I experienced both religions. I went to, to both temples. I went to pray for Allah and I prayed for Christ. And the thing that I noticed, both of those religions, they, the doctrines and the word they, they, they have on their, on their religious books is just words of love and empathy, right? Mm-hmm. But um, what actually, and I love those things. Those are two things I love, like love and empathy. That's what we need mm-hmm. to actually make the world better. And those both religions they do that in a way in that in that in the book they do that mm-hmm. but the only problem is how people interpretate those mm-hmm. same words you know that's the thing that i have a problem with that's why i went to those two churches uh, i experienced that as i went to those two temples and i experienced the for a short period by experience and i ended up finding that uh focus my love on people that are close to me that actually make me feel more fulfilled. That's what motivates me to actually be a better person and do better. But, okay, now I get what you mean. But in, in regards to the afterlife, like, where do you think, let's say, God forbid, mm-hmm. you, you passed away, where do you think, what's the next step in, in your understanding? Where do you think you would go after you, you pass away? That's a good one. That's a really good <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one because everybody thinks about it, you know? Yeah, because cause if you said that, like, 
your your main goal is in heaven or that's mm-hmm. not what you think that's about. That's not what I think about it not right yeah. now. In this yeah. Life. So like what is what is your 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 your, your understanding on the afterlife? On the afterlife. Mm. What do you believe in? Do you believe like, Because I had bad and good experiences related to church. Related to church and um when I was younger that when I went to like learn about uh the Bible and everything one of the reasons that made me go or the the main reason was a friend of mine that he, he used the the judgment day as a to scare you to to make me go to church because he was saying if you don't pray for your family if you don't pray for yourself your family when judgment day comes they're not going to be saved so for me I used to go before I go to bed I used to pray every night every night I even had a Bible At the time, so imagine compare the Bible and everything, you know. And they he used fear to get me to go to church. And he was a kid too, you know, so he doesn't know better. But that's those are experiences that ended up make me uh, not ha- not not having the best relationship with church nowadays. I'm I'm seeing church in a different way because you are showing me. The way you see church, how you have a relationship with Christ and God, and that's a, re- a really beautiful thing because I really like that. You know, for me, it's more having a relationship with the higher person. You, if you have a relationship, in, is that's more that's so your focus, that's your motivation. Mm. I really dig that, and uh, as something that actually can stop, and I can hear you, you can have me, even I can. You can have an actually, I can actually feel that okay, I understand where he's coming from, and I could actually learn and learn more about the word of God. Yeah. Okay, I get you. But if you were asked today, would you take the opportunity to actually, if let's say you took the time to understand everything mm. and and you get all the questions that you you have answered, would you? Actually, want to be saved? Is is you being saved about a lack of knowledge, or is it something that you just don't want to do? Let's say you had all the knowledge that you needed. Okay. Would you make that step, or is it just something that you're just not interested in in general, even if the knowledge was presented? All the knowledge that I needed, like the, all the questions that you have. Were answered, but it will answer in the in the right way, so I can actually believe fully in the word of God. Yeah, like they say, all the questions you had were answered. You had an experience of God. You, you have. Yeah, but that's, to, that's of course, of course. You if, would be open if, there. Of course, if um, if you put me in that situation, that I actually had my own, my own moment with, with Christ, with God, and I would definitely. Say yes. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm be. I'm here for you. I'm. I'll be part of what you're trying to build. I'll help you spread your word. Yeah, of course, completely. Okay, guys, you have it on. Hey, camera. wait, wait. You just <laughs> you have it on. That's, no, 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 wait. That's that's that's. We. That, but you remember what you asked me? No, no. Wait, I'm just. Let me, but let me remember what you asked me. Let me. Let me. Let me just finish. Huh? Let me finish, guys. This is reflecting, of course. We had this. We had this question. In this podcast, we're going to document the journey of the questions that you want to ask. Okay, cool. And you'll get your answers mm. as we go. Mm-hmm. And 
you will be getting as much clarity as you want to and as we hear with whoever's watching they're going to be going on this journey mm. together with us remember reflecting of course is a journey cool you see and i'm not saying that you're going to commit to anything mm. i'm just saying that as we did this together and i asked a question and you gave your answer that if everything that you're looking for is given and you have the experience of god you'll be open to it then join us on this journey as Kampir finds out more about God. And let's see how we go, guys. Because I believe that Jesus is real. And I want to show you who God is and who Jesus is. And I want you to experience him in a way that you've never experienced before. And I'm open to answer all the questions that you have. I mean, we, we train together. So we have enough time to really dive in. Probably for the time that we have on, on camera, it's not going to be really everything. But yeah. guys, this is reflecting, of course. This is the meat and, 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 and potatoes of this actual podcast, reflecting and No, but this, this actually is true, you know. Um, I never said, because that's why I always, since I was a kid, I was always a curious kid. That's why I went to, yeah. to all these churches and all these temples to actually get to know more about what is happening in this world, what is... What, what I need to have on my life to actually make me feel more fulfilled and everything. So, yeah, I'm open to it. Um, uh, I think a person that is says that he knows everything, that's a person that is never going to learn and grow and be a better version of himself. So, yeah. I'm open to learn. And, yeah, bro, hey. So, this guy. Let's do this. <laughs> hey, we just, we're here to learn. You know, to learn. that's the whole goal of this actually podcast we're here to learn uh to help each other and yeah, it was a nice thing it was a nice thing that you said let's just see i'm gonna try to put you through some challenges by the questions i'm gonna ask you you know because i hope this the questions i ask you they're actually a challenging question that you might even not um question your belief but actually okay i never thought about this I never thought about this in this way. Mm. So let mm. me just try to find an answer for him. And this actually could be an answer for me too. Mm. Mm. Okay. No, that's fair. Hmm? That's fair. Huh? That's fair. Simon? Simon? Simon. Uh, for everyone who doesn't understand French, it means <laughs> good. So yeah, we're international. we up in here. No, no. But they, they don't say what everybody knows is Simon, huh? No, people don't know what Yeah? Well, people actually don't know what Simon is. Okay, okay. Okay. You know, I think some of our audience um, from all over the world, um, we have people in South Africa, mm -hmm. we have people in Jamaica, we got people in the UK, we got people in the USA. Uh, of course, we got uh, our people in our city. We're not going to mention any names because if we leave someone out, it's beef. So, it's beef. <laughs> you know what it's I'm saying? Beef, it's beef. Yeah, we'll do the product placement later on in the podcast. But, like, um, this is just a good conversation to have. So, we can just set so many foundations. Now you know us better as people. And you know our backgrounds, you know. Um, one thing that I wanted to, to share, um, just my small experience with God, is to shed some light on what I experienced. Exactly, because I, I ended up telling about my background, uh, yeah. where I grew up from. Yeah. 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 So, um, quick story. Story time of Prince Amir. So... Okay, so um, in 2014, um, I had a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. 
um, kind of growing up in a Christian household, you knew what God is. You knew you saw God um, do many things in, in your family and stuff. I'm speaking in second person. I'm not doing But anyway, do, do your thing. Yeah. Speaking, speaking. So, by virtue of that, I always wanted to know, hey, okay, I've seen God help my family. I've prayed for things and God has done it. But I've never really had an experience for me, me, Prince, no experience. Okay. And I was just like, Lord, what is it? I want to know if you will. I want to experience you. I've seen so many people speak about they were, they were sleeping and they saw a light or they had a dream that was so convicting that they feel like God yeah, is Yeah, that's real. the thing for me too. I you always know? question myself like, I never had that kind of experience, you know? You know? But, yeah. And for the fact that I was craving it, I felt like that's what opened the door for God mm-hmm. to actually do it. So I remember, um, this was 2014, I was about 16, 17 years old, around about there. And I was just praying. I remember I was praying. I was, I was asking God, these were the specific prayers. I don't know word for word, but that the prayer was like, mm-hmm. Jesus, I've seen you do beautiful things in my family. I've seen you come in when we needed you the most. I felt how you've changed our lives. But I want to know you personally. Because I know you as a provider. You actually, you said it while you were praying. Yeah, I was praying, I was speaking to God. I know you as our provider, like the provider of our family. I know you as our helper. But I wanted to know God for me. You see, for instance, like the example I gave in the first episode, where I'm like, you, your brother knows you as his brother, mm-hmm. but I know you as my friend. Yeah. You see, you're the same person, but it's different relationships. It's different relationships. That's yeah. why I wanted to have a relationship of my own. Of course. Mm-hmm. So, I prayed, I prayed, I prayed. Nothing happened. And then I started fasting, you know, because I was like, you know what? Let me actually seek God in every single way. I started fasting. I was fasting from 6 o'clock in the morning to 6 p.m. And I would take, um, I was at school at the time. I would pray at 9 o'clock. So I would ask the teacher to go to the toilet. Just pray for like five minutes. And I pray again at 12 o'clock, pray again at 3 o'clock. And then, of course, before I end my fast, I pray for the day and I believe. So, <laughs> so I was doing that for, I think, around two weeks. And I remember nothing happened. I was like, hey, 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 God. Effort, we're putting effort here. We're working, guys. Hey. We're working. Show. You know, but Show nothing, I wasn't getting that, you know. And I remember there was a day I was praying. I was like, Jesus, if you're real, I want to see you. Hmm. You know, I just prayed. I closed my eyes. I prayed that. And then nothing happened. So the next day, I remember it was around like 5 p.m. Uh, my siblings were praying outside. were playing outside. I think they were playing soccer. As they were playing soccer, I was sitting at like a small little chair in my room, at the corner of my room, next to my study table. So that day I just decided to sit on that chair and I was just praying. And I was praying, 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 praying. I don't even know what I was praying about. And I had gospel music playing in the background. And then I remember that day, you know when your eyes are closed? Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know when you have the feeling that someone's behind you? Okay. Like, yeah. even at the mall, like, you know. Yeah, even if somebody looking at the window, you just say, hey, yeah, somebody's looking at me. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that feeling. That feeling. I had a feeling that someone walked past me and stood right in front of me. I kid you not, God, my words. Mm. The room, I was literally, my, my, my bed, uh, my bed was on the other side. My chair was closer to the wall. Mm-hmm. So, if someone walked this way, I don't know how they would, because the wall is here. 
How, so that means he walks through a wall and then stood in front of me. You know what I mean? Because I was at the end of the room. I literally felt the person walk from my right and stopped here because the wall was right here. The person walked and stopped here. And I got scared. I literally felt goosebumps. And I opened my eyes, there was no one. I ran out of my room. Now, as I ran out, my father was home. And at the time, he, my father's a pastor, by the way. So I think it was like a Tuesday. Now at the time, um, on Mondays, he had pastors meetings with the, with the pastors. And then on Tuesday, he had a discipleship meeting with um, the various leaders of departments at church. So I think that day, the meeting was canceled or something. But he was home earlier than usual, mm-hmm. you know. So I ran to the room and I saw he was in my grandfather's room. So I turned and I ran there. I ran to him. I was like, Dad. And he's like, what is it? I'm like, bruh. I was praying, I've been praying, um, my eyes were closed, as I was praying, I, asked, I wanted to see Jesus, I wanted to know Jesus, I kept on praying, 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 and as my eyes were closed, someone came and stood in front of me, and I opened my eyes and it was gone. My dad just looked at me, and he went on his phone, and he looked up, he said, you wanted to know Jesus, you wanted to find Jesus, Jesus is in your room, go back and face him. Mm. The way he said it, go back and face it. Go back and face it. That experience changed my life completely. It made me the man I am today. Because when I, I went back to my room eventually. Yeah. When he said that, I was like, ah, come on, boy. Don't say that. <laughs> you know? Because I was scared. Because I've never felt anything of like course, it. Yes. Because it was something that I couldn't explain. I felt a level of fear. It's like I was... I was small, like I felt like I was like a rat compared to how big this present was. Mm. It felt like I could, you know, when the aura, the aura was so strong, I was like, I couldn't be there, you know. But when he said go back and face that chill a bit, I was like, eh. I, I went back to my room. As I got to my room, I could feel goosebumps again. I sat at the same place. I closed my eyes. I started praying. I felt the same thing right in front. Of me. And as I felt it this time, I just said, hey, okay, guys, I was scared. So I, I prayed with my eyes open, you know. I prayed with my eyes open. But at that moment, that's when I actually heard God speak. But now, when people talk about God speaking, they always think that it's some voice. Yeah, bridge. Yeah, you know, it's the dramatic way how movies are represented, yeah, you know. Yeah. But God speaks to you through your thoughts. But you understand that it's not God, it's not your thoughts. Because these are thoughts that you, on a normal basis, would never, would never think about. It's something that you, it's just a, it's something to, that's so hard to explain. It's like a sixth sense, you know? Yeah. And you just like, mm-mm, this ain't me, you know? It's like a voice. But that's a, good, that's a good way how you said it, you know? Because a lot of people, me, people that, no, nah, I mean, people that are like not believers, you know, at all, they actually have a different idea and how God actually speaks to you. That, that people had different experiences, but normally mm-hmm. it's not a deep voice mm-hmm. that come and be like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, but I like the way you yeah. speak like that. Yeah, yeah like, so that good. Hey. <laughs> hey, nigga. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I, I, that's when it hit me. You know, which goes back to the verse in the Bible where the, where the Lord says, my people know the sound of my voice. My sheep know the sound of my voice. Meaning that, how can I put this? He, the, the Lord was, was saying that he was describing us as his sheep. Mm-hmm. Because sheep are very easy to herd. 
they all follow the the the, 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 the shepherd. Yeah, yeah, shepherd. You see, and then by virtue of that, my sheep know the sound of my voice. Meaning that we know we know the sound of the voice of our shepherd because we're always with him. You see, and the more time you spend with him, the more time, the more you, it will be easier for you to understand and to to make clear of his words. You know, you can you you don't need to see me to hear my voice and know that it's me. Like ah, I, I'm always speaking to you. I know how to sound like, mm-hmm. and that's the same thing with God. You see, the more time you spend with him, the more time you communicate with God. And it's going to become easy to actually recognize exactly. when I'm speaking with you. you see, okay, and that's the first time I heard the voice of God. And God was telling me at that time, He said, You looked for me and you found me. Never run from me again. And every time that I lose my way, I always think about that. Where Jesus said, Never run from me again. But it wasn't in a way of like, Hey, <laughs> you came, boy. Hey, don't run away from me. I come back here. <laughs> no, no, no. I understand what yeah, you're saying. Like you know, in a way of like love, like love, peaceful, mm, like okay. I'm here, you know, and that's yeah. what changed my life completely. Today, I've gone through so many things that will, of course, we'll speak on our experiences yeah, as we go. Right yeah. There are certain things I went through that if it wasn't for the fact that I had that experience, I was not going to know God for who I know Him. To be for me, you see. That's why I'm so big on experiencing God, because I experience God in a way that I can share today as a testimony to say, "Yo, bruh, look. You may not have experienced God. You may not know much about it, but if you are open to Him, that's when God will come in. Like, like I said previously, behold, I stand at the door and knock. You see, and I just let Him in, and I had that experience. Your experience may be." Different, because God, yeah, God, God is God can do it any any way, you know. But through my experience, maybe you can draw a level of confidence that hey, if this happened to someone that I know, because I have no reason to cap. If this yeah. happened to someone that I know, no, no, but like, uh the thing is, uh most people that I really know, I don't believe they are actually lying about their experience they have yeah. with God. I actually believe it, you know, but. Um, the thing is, is it's his own experience, you know. I believe he had that experience, but that doesn't mean that his own experience is valid for me. In a way, I don't even understand what I'm trying to say. I get you, because look, everyone's experience is unique. To exactly, themselves. you know. You know, and I just feel like by virtue of you just being open to. No, I'm definitely, I'm definitely open. You know, you know that. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm here for it. I want to learn more mm-hmm. about everything. But in this specific thing that we are talking on this on this uh, episode is like the relationship that we have with God. Mm-hmm. I'm open, you know. Yeah. You know that. No, definitely. You know that. Definitely. And this, more than anything, is a journey. It's not a destination. You know, people who think they've arrived are never open to growth because this is the the end for them. Mister Know-it-all, Mrs. Know-it-all. That's big. That's a big problem for me. You know. People, there is a lot of people that um, believe they have their own beliefs, right? And they try to impose those same beliefs on other people. Just they make such a big effort to tell that the other person is wrong. Mm-hmm. You are wrong in not believing in God. You're not wrong in not believing in my God. My God is better than your God. But a believer for me that comes and has an approach that I believe in this, I truly believe in this, and. Um, it doesn't matter if you believe or not. 
that's not gonna change our view, our view, how we have our, our relationship. But yeah, I hope you one day you actually have uh, experience with God, so you can actually know and our ways to be loved by God. That's, you know? that's basically what it is, you know. Yeah. And um, like I said before, this is reflecting. Of course, today we've been speaking about yeah. our relationship with God and religion, and our journey and our walk. But um, just take this time to also reflect on your journey yeah. and what you went through. Ask yourself the same questions we were asking each other, and um, just reflect with us. And next time that we are on your screens, on your tablet, on whatever you watch us with. Just know that um, this is going to be a time where we reflect, we have difficult conversations and be more introspective and we just literally go deeper to the core of so many things that happen in this life, you know. That is, that is one thing I want to make sure that everybody understands. This is not a place that uh, you can fear to ask questions. You can ask the questions that you want to ask, you know. Nobody's going to judge you because everybody has questions, but... Sometimes people are too afraid to ask, actually ask this, those same questions because you won't, you will be judged. Mm-hmm. Some people that actually study in a Christian school, they now want to be the outcast because they don't believe in God or because they have actual questions. Me, I studied in a Christian school and we had to every morning pray, read a, a short part of the Bible. Um, I always had the I always had the presence of the Christian religion in my life, you know, always. That's why I'm really happy about how it's going to be this one and how you're going to show me Christ through your own experiences and teach me, you know, because yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Like, hey, man, this is, this is a good journey that we're on. It's a very exciting one, Yeah. you know, and um, this is just something that I encourage everyone to also do. Guys. Just go back and think about what we said on this podcast, you know. And just, you know, take time to reflect. Yeah, but reflect. You're going to be reflecting about so much, so so many different subjects that uh, mm. yeah. when we finish this, we're going to be, hey. Yeah, nah, for sure. For the sure. knowledge is going to be so much bigger than we have already, so. For sure. I'm glad that we started this. Yeah. Nah, for sure. We're going to be reflecting, of course. And look, guys, um, Feel free to go in the comment section. Um, share your experiences also. That you have. Your questions too. Every question, experience, anything that you feel is relevant. And hey, this is a judgment-free zone. And um, let's just communicate and let's reflect together. Mm-hmm. This is uh, the community that we're creating for fellow reflectors, people who want to grow in every aspect of their lives. And uh, let's just do this as a team. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, reflection squad, that's how we do. So... Catch us next time when you're on your screens. Thank you, guys. That's what's up. Prince of Mary. Campe Gomez, always here with you. Reflecting. Of course.